And I do want to go to the guest line now and welcome Charlotte Observer sports columnist since 1994, host of the Sports Legends of the Carolinas podcast, also the Carruth podcast. Scott, thank you so much for joining us. It's Scott Fowler of the Charlotte Observer. Scott, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely, Scott. I do have to ask you this first, though, before we start with your podcast with Roy. What's the biggest thing that has changed about being a Charlotte Observer columnist since 1994? <laughs> well, that was back in the dark ages. Uh, there was no Internet, so that was definitely the change. We had All we wrote for was the print, print edition. Uh, I mean, our deadlines were probably close to midnight. We got every late game in the print edition, but we had no you know, online edition at all. So uh, the, the 24-hour journalist had yet to be born way back in 1994. And, of course, Twitter did not exist either. Uh, was the comment it may not se- exist again before too long. Well, right. I was going to ask this, too. Was the comment section a little more tame, or was it just as aggressive back then? Oh, you know, <laughs> it was uh, – It was uh, when we first started a lot of that, it was emails, and I guess they were a little – tamer because when someone emails you generally you know who it is or kind of know who it is the anonymity aspect of it was not quite in full flower back then where you could you know create burner accounts and all that sort of stuff it was a it was a little more civil i would say but in uh, you know in this age it's fun too because you can update things and you can write incredibly long things and get the whole thing on the internet back then we used to slave away of cutting things you know like no we don't have room for a thousand words you've got to cut it to 400 good luck at chopping those 600 out and that well, was kind of the way it was well now you have podcast here in 2022 close to yeah. 30 years later and you had a podcast with the sports legends of the carolinas pod that everyone can check out you had a conversation with roy and scott i was looking over it too it's in print as well on the charlotte observer lots of topics you addressed with roy williams michael jordan dean smith his vernacular the funny sayings that roy williams has what topic was the most fun that you had discussing with roy uh, maybe the topic about what was the greatest shot in Tar Heel history. I thought that was, he had a unique perspective on that and he didn't pick what I thought he might choose. Um, for those who haven't read it yet, and this is on charlotteobserver.com and I should mention will be a huge splash in tomorrow's print edition. So whoever wants likes the it's on one a in tomorrow, Friday's Charlotte Observer print edition, but yeah, in terms of best shots in Tar Heel history, the one he picked was Marcus Page in 2016 against Villanova. Not Jordan in 82 to win the national championship, not Luke May. Uh, it was instead Marcus Page. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. I also thought it was kind of interesting just how Roy Williams has been dealing with life after coaching basketball. What was your feel? I know it's it's here in the article as well. I don't want to give it all away. But just what was your feel on how Roy Williams is dealing with life after coaching for so many years? Well, he misses it. I mean, he doesn't make any bones about that. He misses having a team. He misses the bus rides and, you know, the interactions with the young people that he was so good at. But uh, he had his second hole-in-one in his life not too long ago. That was that's a big deal. He's getting to see his grandkids and, you know, a lot more than he used to. I think he has, he has moved pretty gracefully into retirement. Uh, you know, he is 72 years old. So, I mean, he's at an age where it was going to happen at some point. And, uh, of course, he goes to all the UNC games. So, he's you know, he's a little bit unlike uh, – 
I think Coach K is not going to attend in person, right, this year, or at least not much. Uh, Roy has taken the opposite tack, and he says he wants everyone to know he's Hubert Davis's biggest fan, and so it goes to all the home games. Scott, Wes Bryant here, and I wanted to ask you, branching off of that question, what did he feel about what the Tar Heels went through last year, and what are his thoughts about them this season? Oh, he's very bullish on them. Uh, you know, he told me that uh, he was not – he is a betting man, I should say. He bets on the golf course, bets on the crap table, crap mm-hmm. tables, but does not bet on sports. But he said if he was, he would bet – he would bet, a, you know – he would bet on the Tar Heels to win it all. He thinks they're they've got the, the pieces, and it's just a matter of uh, of putting it together. So he's yeah he's he's very you know thinks that they have a great shot at it, but he also knows that the best teams don't always win. For instance, he mentioned the 1984 UNC team, which longtime fans will know. He thinks it was the most gifted gifted team he ever ever was part of, and they did not win the national championship. Scott Fowler of the Charlotte Observer joining us here on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. You know, Scott, I can't get you out of here without talking about the Carolina Panthers who have a big game against the Baltimore Ravens, and there's been a lot of conversation surrounding the possible tanking this team could make. And we've been talking a lot, too, about Steve Wilkes doing what I think is a pretty good job at 2-3 and three since he's taken over. What are the chances you think Steve Wilkes actually has a shot to be the next permanent head coach of Carolina? And what do you think of the job he's done so far? I think he's done a pretty good job, Walker. I think you're right. I mean, it hasn't been uh, extraordinary. I mean, they haven't gone four and one or five and zero, oh, but two and three is respectable for sure. And you know, Rule went one and four in the first five games. As for his chances of getting the job, I mean, I think it's legitimate that he'll he'll get an interview. And, uh, but I think they're probably going to really have to make a, a bigger run than, than this. This isn't a run. This is just kind of what they've done so far is sort of tread water. Uh, they would really have to make a big run for him to get the job, I think. I don't think his chances are fantastic, but I do think it's a legitimate chance. And, Scott, we've been talking about this a lot, but what is your mentality as far as what you think the direction of this franchise should be? And if they do go the route where they're high up enough to get a great quarterback, are there any guys that are on your radar that you think would be perfect? Well, I think there's several guys that really could, you know, elevate that position for them. Uh, I've always liked Bryce Young. I know his size isn't ideal, but, man, the guy makes the right play. Uh, but I like, you know, shoot. I mean, Stroud is good. Will Levis of Kentucky is good. I mean, I think the good thing is it's a quarterback-heavy class, right? So you don't have to have the number one. I mean, you probably, if you're in the top five, can get a quarterback who can start pretty quickly and that's of course the problem here and has been ever since cam newton ever since uh, tj watt hit cam newton it's never been the same here because there went their quarterback and it's such a quarterback dependent league so they've got to do that uh, honestly i think you know finishing uh four and 13 for this these guys would be a lot better than finishing 7 and 10 and missing the playoffs simply because of the draft pick. 
Scott, last thing before we get you out of here, I also wanted to talk to you about the Charlotte Hornets. Your colleague Rod Boone just discussed Steve Clifford's comments on LaMelo after he went out of that Pacers game last night with an ankle injury. It's the same one that he suffered that kept him out about a month before he could play basketball. Steve Clifford said that he's not sure how long he's going to be out, but that the x-ray did come in negative last night. With all that being said, it's still a pretty disappointing start after what was a 3-3 three and three start initially. Now they have 12 losses towards the bottom of the Eastern Conference. Is it time to see what you can get for Gordon Hayward, what you can get for Terry Rozier, or is there a way that you do think this roster as constructed is salvageable? Well, not salvageable in terms of making the playoffs. I don't think they're, you know, unless they get everybody back at the same time, which just doesn't look like it's going to happen. They're a fringe playoff team at best, even with that. So, yeah, no, I would look. I'd sure I'd look for Hayward uh, possibilities, Rozier possibilities. I mean, really, almost anyone but Lamelo, right? I mean, you got to you got to stay with him and build as much as you can around him. That was a what, what terrible luck last night. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just I can't believe that happened. Honestly, it's just. <laughs> are you serious? I mean, kudos to Lamelo for chasing a loose ball. Weren't they down about ten or twelve at that point? It was. It was not looking good for Charlotte, and, th- and then it looked a lot worse. Minute thirty-four. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Right. <laughs> It's brutal, Scott. It's really brutal, and I think your laughter at the ridiculousness of the uh, unlucky nature of this team, I think we're all kind of sharing in that. Or the crying. Either one. Laugh or cry. It doesn't matter. It's all coming from some sort of despair. That's Scott Valor of the Charlotte Observer, Charlotte Observer Sports columnist, also the host of the Sports Legend of the Carolinas podcast and the Carruth podcast. You also need to check that out. Most recent one. Sports Legends of the Carolinas just had a conversation with Roy Williams. It's awesome stuff. You dig into Michael Jordan, Dean Smith, what he thinks is the best shot of all time. So a lot of really cool stuff, Scott. And we appreciate you sharing that with us today here on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNC.